created live on Fireside. Hey, 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 everybody. What is up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's Chris and Amanda Monday. Monday. Oh, so good. How is everyone today? Such a fun day to be here. Mondays are our favorite day of the week. And we oh, are they really are. For episode eight. Episode eight. It's officially two months today that we started this show. Blink of an eye, but I feel like we've been also doing it forever. It does. It feels like it came together so fast and so mm-hmm. easy. And then it's been like, I don't know, it feels like, yeah, we've been doing it for a really long time. Absolutely. Just feels so right. Let's do a quick audio check. Can everyone hear me okay? Clap for us if you can. Someone clap, please. <laughs> no one. There we go. Oh, there we go. Thank we got one you. Clap. And can everyone hear Chris okay? Checking one, two, one, two. <laughs> All right. Nice. Nice. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Well, Chris, I'm happy to be alongside you here for another The Chris and Amanda Show. Yes, this is so great. And uh, really happy for everybody that can join us live uh, today. And, and, you know, some of you may be having your lunch while listening to us. Some of you may be just starting your day. And some of you may be starting to end your day or Mm -hmm. depending on where you are in the world. So we do appreciate everybody who's who hangs out with us live and participates as we go along in the show. And if you're new to the show, and this is your first time experiencing the Chris and Amanda show, well, you're in for a treat because this <laughs> show is all about having fun and just keeping things really, really simple. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to my amazing co-host to explain how the show works if, if this is your first time listening to the show. Which I think a couple people in the room, it is their first time. So thank you, Chris. It's pretty simple. I choose three songs of my loving. Chris chooses three songs of his loving. They just happen to be from two different parts of the world, it seems, <laughs> which is what <laughs> makes the fun or the show so much fun. And then from there, we rate each song on a very complicated five record scale. One being, oh my gosh, why did this song even exist? And it's a dumpster fire. You just throw it away. Never think about it again. And a five meaning it's a classic and it's one of those songs you just can't get out of your head. And it's withstood the, maybe the test of time. So it's pretty complicated, but we navigate through it so easily because we are the professionals of the Chris and Amanda show. That's right. That's right. We are, we are professionals at rating each other's music. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer, only fun reactions. That's it. That's it. And as we always do, we always invite everybody to uh, participate and leave comments and cheer or boo or whatever you guys want to do (laughs) as we talk about these songs. And we always leave time at the end of the show for everybody to kind of come up and and rebuttal or share a story or anything surrounding a particular song. Or, you know, if you want to jump up at at some point, too, you can just let us know. We'll, We'll bring you up as we discuss these songs, because sometimes people have some strong opinions about what we <laughs> Very, <say>. very true. <laughs> it's a safe space. We can handle it. We can handle we can. it. And oftentimes, there's some really great memories attached to some of these songs. So if mm-hmm. you have a sweet memory you want to share with us or a bad memory, I mean, we'll, we're willing to listen to either. Yeah. Hop at the end of the show and, and tell us that story that might come with some of these songs. I'm so excited. So do you want me to say your three songs first? Yeah. Why don't, do you, you why, say mine? why don't you let everybody know what I selected for you this week 
Oh, Chris selected some interesting songs for me this week, and I can't tell you how many times his first choice, Bad Luck by Social Distortion, yep. I put on our marketing as distraction a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just normally went there. And so I got kept getting so frustrated. So our image for our song choices was, was literally saved at least five times. So that was your number one song choice, Bad Luck by Social Distortion. Number two was Skulls by Misfits or The Misfits. The Misfits. The Misfits. And then number three, In My Dreams. And I don't know how to say this. Is it Dokken? Dokken. Dokken. Rockin' with Dokken. Rockin' with Dokken. I had a 50% chance of getting it wrong. <laughs> and as you know, I always get it wrong when there's a 50% chance. So Dokken. <laughs> I, pr- I purposely picked that one because I knew you were going to not say it right. So Rockin' with Dokken. Rockin' with Dokken. That's clever. What is? Yes. Well, I'll, I'll go into it. I'll well, ask yeah. you the question on the song. Uh, but. Yes, I, I'm prepared to answer all questions around <laughs> all songs. <laughs> so, Chris, what were my three songs for you this week? So, your three songs for me this week were uh, Leanne Womack, Last Call, uh, Garrett Headland, Timing is Everything, and Carly Pierce, Every Little Thing. So, as you can tell just from the reading of these <laughs> songs, in case uh, you may or may not know, they are, couldn't it be any more <laughs> solar opposite of each other um, when, when it comes to Every little thing music. to skulls. <laughs> yeah, every little thing to skulls, the timing is everything, to bad luck, to the whole, the whole <laughs> shebang. So uh, this is always an interesting show when we, we talk about these. And, and just as a quick reminder as well. Uh, the link that's going on in the fortune cookie, the Chris and Amanda show.com. If you click that, it will take you to all the links in our universe, including the Spotify playlist where we do put all the songs every mm-hmm. single week. So every week we update that list and all the songs that we've done since episode one are on there. So if you want to really listen to it, a very, very eclectic playlist, <laughs> uh, that's the playlist you want to listen to. But if you've never heard these songs before and you want to listen to them, they're all there, including, as I said, all the past episodes, too, so you can hear what we've uh, selected for each other. If you've never heard a certain song and you're interested in hearing it, well, they're there. Question, because I didn't yes. use Spotify until the Chris mm-hmm. and Amanda show. I mean, because yes. I live under a rock, apparently. <laughs> Again, our audience should not be surprised by this. Can Spotify playlists be trending? Like, could somebody just – could your uh... – your playlist gets so much momentum spotify is like well, what is happening what i think it can do is it would recommend it in searches so mm-hmm. you know if, if you're looking for a certain like type of music um you know it could trend in a search is that that's really kind of the only thing that, I, that i've Ooh. ever heard of i mean and you could share it on social i mean you know we share it on instagram all the time you can share it on twitter facebook so They've made the links very shareable where you can share them with people in your life if, as long as they have a Spotify account. So so who knows? We might be yeah. trending on Spotify one day. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Chris, do you want to go first this week or do you want me okay, to? Okay, so I'll, I'll go first this week. Okay, okay. All right. So the first song uh, that you sent me this week was Leanne Womack, Last Call. And I, I, I think I'd written to you in Instagram a messenger that uh, when you sent me all this song, I was like, wow, I don't think I know who any of these people are at all. Because usually I've known at least one, maybe two, but I didn't know anybody this time around. I am so pumped by this because it's taken me eight episodes to not just be songs you didn't know, but people you did not know. I didn't know if that would ever happen. Well, you're just so diverse. 
so Leanne Womack, when I started doing a little digging, uh, I didn't, I realized, oh, she does that song. I hope you dance. Right. Oh, That's dang it. It, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So I, I had heard her, but I didn't realize like I heard that song, but I didn't know it was her. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but that's about it. Like, I didn't even realize it was Leanne Womack when when I had heard that song. So anyway, we're talking about Last Call, which was released <laughs> in 2008. And as I always love to do, I love to find out where it landed on the charts. Just, I don't know, because I'm a nerd. Definitely and it was uh, it landed number 77 on the U.S. charts when, when this Ooh. was released. Hey, still top 100. <laughs> still, still top 100. Still top but... 100. And that's probably, that chart is probably all songs, all pop songs at the time. So. Um, Fair. I'm sure Fair. it probably did pretty well on country charts and things like that. So I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it wound up doing okay. And I didn't check the country charts. So if somebody That's knows okay. the country That's charts okay. and they want to chime in, please <laughs> feel free to throw that in the comments. But uh, okay, so here's my assessment of the song, and I, ha- I have some notes here. So one of the things I, f- I, I noticed right away with the song is I was like, wow, this is like super produced sounding. Like it just seems so like well put the like really slick and like super put together and i was like well you know usually when songs are like that well like produced uh, there has to be somebody behind it like that's kind of what it is so then i found out a veteran producer tony brown was the one who produced the song and her whole record who also produced one of your favorite artists which i was like ah i get it reba mcintyre so he produced See, the and, and Brooks every... and Dunn. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, you know, this sounds like something like, I don't know, there's the production value and all that. And I'm like, oh, because of all that, you know, when you sent me that one Reba song we did, I was like, wow, this is like so like produced. And <laughs> it's like ultimate like slick stuff. But like, OK, so now it makes complete sense to me. So it's the same producer. Uh, the song was written by Aaron Enderlin and, and Shane McNally, who I, I don't I don't really know, um, but I, I would assume maybe they're country songwriters or write a lot of songs for musicians. So I was like, all right. So one of the things I always love is like, what's the story behind the song and how did they come up with it? And uh, so the, the, the story that I got off of songfacts.com was when uh, I think Shane or Aaron, when Aaron was trying to figure out the mel. Oh, Sorry, this is uh, when Leanne was trying to figure out the melody for the chorus and she sang the following dummy lyric, I bet you're in a bar. Um, and a dummy lyric is a reference to putting any words that come in mind together just to create a structure of a melody. Uh, that the dummy lyric was so far from dumb, I thought it was brilliant. It was actually, I actually was convinced that I bet you're in a bar was the title of the song, The Hook, Last Call, later unveiled itself and the rest of it is country music history. So, and I read, that was like the one like line that I really, I love that, like, I bet you're in a bar drinking mm-hmm. Johnny Walker Red. And I was like, okay, I, I kind of, I, I feel this. I like the atmosphere of the song. And it's, you know, I, I was, I liked, I liked it. So here's where my wish came in. So I listened to the song a bunch. And I was like, I my first note was the song's got really good guts to it. Like, <laughs> this song's the got really. The gears on it are fantastic. Right, the gears on this thing are, are, are solid, man. It's good guts. And. But what I wanted it to be actually was I felt like it was so produced that I actually was like wishing it was a lot more stripped down and a lot more like grittier and more raw because I felt like the lyrics and the story she was telling was like this really like just it was a cool story and it sounded really personal. And I felt like it was so produced that it lost like any kind of edge with it that could have made it a little bit more. I don't know. Just for me, it would have hit home, I think, a little bit more. Just I, I like 
sometimes a really stripped down sound. And I, I think a little more rawness would have, would have made this one punch for me more. So I would actually, I, I wonder if there's a demo version of it released like, out there somewhere, which would be actually interesting to hear like what the demo version of the song sounded like before it got like produced, you know? So what I'm hearing you say is you'd probably prefer a version of me singing it. <laughs> yes. I, I want to hear Amanda's karaoke version of this. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be what I'm exactly like wanting I'm to hear. <laughs> so here's my assessment on this song. It's it's not a bad song at all. I, I just, for me, I, I wish it would have been like way more, as I said, a little bit more raw, a little more stripped down. I want them to take some more chances with the song, mm-hmm. like just be a little bit more like, you know what, we're going to not produce it as much. So I'm going to give it a three records only because I felt like I wrote three records for not taking enough chances. <laughs> it's like the song wants to be gritty and a little more like dirty and a little more stripped down, but like, it just can't because it's like, it's Leon Womack. And you know, then they got like, you know, Mr. Tony Brown, who's like Reba producer. So like, that's not going to happen. Like, and, uh, and I think that's a thing. That's a quality too. I like a lot of, a lot about country is I like a lot of the more raw stripped down kind of sounding things as opposed to like more of the poppy, like overproduced, is what I'm finding with the songs you keep giving me every every week <laughs> where I'm finding myself gravitating more towards because as I have always said I'm not a giant country fan in the sense of like I sure. haven't listened to it a ton of country like I've heard some of the greats and of you know all that but like I'm not like a consistent like it's not my go-to thing I don't turn on the radio or go to Spotify and like flip on a country mix so that's my assessment of Leanne Womack's Last Cold not a bad song but I just I wanted it to like be a little bit more like rough, you know, that's, that's what I was hoping for. Well, and I think to your point on that, a lot of your, your choice of music is more raw and rough. So I think that that's fair that you, you crave that. I think that I love that your ear can hear that for those (laughs) who might just be tuning in. This might be your first episode listening to us. Chris is all about the song facts about the history (laughs) behind the song. He puts the pieces together and really digests the <laughs> overall thing where what you're about to see me do with his first song is a train wreck. And it's all about feelings. <laughs> There's well, nothing I, I like that- <laughs> the feeling. I like the feeling. But I, I always I do like hearing the story behind behind how it was made, you know, like the behind the music. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I enjoy hearing your stories behind my songs. <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. It's so great. All right. So All your right. first song was Bad Luck by Social Distortion. Social Distortion. SD. Struggle with that. I just want to say distracted. Social D as they're known. <laughs> so I listen to a lot of music. And when I listen to it, I'm, I always like put it in the vein of like as a mom, as a woman, <laughs> as a wife. There's certain lanes. There's certain lanes. And then this lane, it just makes me think like about my husband. <laughs> Uh-oh. I know. If Marcus were to actually have written a song and sang a song and be a band, this is him. It would have been social D. It would. It would. And the song would be bad luck. I think he thinks every day he hits some bad luck with finding me in that parking lot. Episode number one, if you're curious about that, (laughs) go back to the archives. But because his favorite number is even 13. So like a lot of the song reminded me of Marcus. Mm -hmm. 13's my favorite number. To you, it means stay inside. And I think a lot of times he's very um, like that in life. 
You know, he right. doesn't really like worry about a lot of stuff like that where I used to, I used to much more than I do now. Right. I used to get like hung up on a lot of like things like that. And that's not just about like it specifically, but things in general, like I would overthink things. And I feel like this is just a very like black and white song. Like, Hey, like no big deal. It is. The black cat is this. And then yeah. it's no big deal to me. Yeah, exactly. And I just really like that. So I really thought like the music was good. I didn't mm-hmm. dislike it. It was a good warm up for what was to come. <laughs> he laughs he chuckles <laughs> so i i love the name the social distortion i don't like why social distortion well there's social social distortion man well so the, the background is so this was their fourth record before this they were a like straight up like punk band and then they they began to like evolve their sound and kind of incorporate this like um basically like country like rockabilly type sound in with like punk (laughs) and that's, and even their like their whole look and their image, like almost like these, like, you know, fifties esque like, like, uh, you know, like they look like they could almost be like from Greece or something. Like this is the sort of look they started to adopt and, and the sound. And so it's just that like really like raw, there it is raw, raw, gritty, like total guitar rock. But like, so they, they made that evolution from like, and they were always melodic, but like they just made that evolution from like dirty punk to like dirty rock. <laughs> and I don't even know what they look like because now that we're doing reaction videos to like the videos and stuff, I'm trying mm-hmm. not to watch any videos or do a whole lot of Me like <laughs> images because I think there's a lot of responses to yeah. to the image of the singers too. So that's bonus content for those listening you know that gets housed at our patreon worth the two dollars um (laughs) so i i mean overall i really like the sound of the song i understood the lyrics i did google the lyrics because i wanted to really articulate really understand because sometimes the music distracts my hearing i know it sounds so silly but like you know loud music Mm -hmm. hurts my ears so sometimes and if i turn it down too low i'm not hearing the lyrics right Right. so i needed the lyrics so i really like the lyrics i like the name and the bad luck not necessarily social distortion so with that being said and i could have i could have said three but because i felt as if this was a song that my husband wrote himself i'm giving it a solid four <laughs> I'll take that for. It's, it's one of those songs that, even though Marcus and I have no connection with this song, like he now knows, right. like this is now his song. So every time I think of this song, I'm going to go, oh, that's Marcus's song. See, that's funny. So I obviously, I would never know that by picking the song, but I, I was like, I'm going to pick this song for Amanda because I feel like she's going to dig this because to me, Social D is like, a more rock and roll, like punk rock version of Johnny Cash, who I always felt like yeah. Johnny Cash to me is like the punk rock country guy. I, I know it sounds weird, but he I just agree. went so against the grain yeah. of everything, even though he was in that genre. Mm-hmm. He was like just punk rock, man. Like, I mean, he just said what he sang, what he felt and what he wanted to say. And and so Social D is like that. He's like that. I feel like they're like the Johnny Cash of like punk rock. If Johnny Cash were alive today, like this, our age alive today, I do believe he would have fell into that type of music. They actually do a cover of, they actually do a cover of Ball and Chain on this, on this same record. Look at that. So I'll have to send that to you. Yeah. I'll have to send that to you. Yeah. Which I think, I think you'll like that version. Both 
though these songs are like staple bar jukebox songs like you can't i feel like you can't walk into a bar in new jersey without hearing social distortion playing like this song or ball and shade very interesting and i I don't, I know I talk about karaoke a lot, so you would think I'd be in bars like every day of my life, but it's not true. So I can't say that I've heard this song necessarily because I don't really hang out in bars. So it's interesting to me. So Last Call is a very bar song. Do they play that there? No, I've never heard that song in my life. Oh, that's true. You said that. So it wouldn't, interesting, because that is literally a bar song. <laughs> it is It is 100% a bar song. Um, but yeah, I just have never heard it, so. That's so funny. Because so it's funny. not gritty enough. That's why. It's not gritty enough. It's too, it's too, just so, like, it's too polished. She's just a polished singer as, as yeah. it is. Right. Which, once again, I, I, I like the song. It's just like more social <laughs> D-esque. <laughs> a little, little more grit. <laughs> Which is which is going to lead me into your number two song for me. So, uh, and by the way, just want to uh, say, hey, thanks everybody for watching live right now. And once again, if you agree, disagree, whatever, feel free to react or throw things in chat, or you know, Absolutely. if you want to come up on stage and and say something, we're we're more than happy to bring you on up as we as we move through our song list here. So, your number two song for me was Garrett Headland. Timing is everything. Now, I had one thousand percent never heard of Garrett Headland. Never heard the song. Not not on my radar at all. So here are my um, here's my notes on this song. I thought I had more notes on this song than I did, but I'm looking at it and I'm like, I thought I had way more notes. I think I have more notes in my head on this song. So, I think that means that you felt more than you than you wrote. I'm gonna say I listened to this song more times than the other ones. Really? Yes. Nice. So this song was released, and this is what I say all the time. I feel like I say this every time, but like, see, even like the 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 Leanne Womack song, like it's hard for me, unless it sounds like really vintage, like country, it's yeah. hard for me to place when these songs released. Like, I yeah. don't know the times and, and I feel like sometimes I can figure out if something was released like nineties or eighties, I feel like that is a different sound, but mm -hmm. for the most part, it's hard for me to place in time where these songs release. So when I heard this song, I actually was like, Oh, this sounds like super recent. Like this is like, this is what I present a, a, like a recent tune. And then I found out it was released in 2010. And on top of that, it was released uh, as, as a song in a movie starring Gwyneth Paltrow called country strong. Never heard that movie in my life. What I just, you know, let's say not on my radar. Uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, cool actor, but just didn't even know this was a movie that she had done or was in. So I was like, okay, that's cool. My other initial thought was, and this is before I knew that this was from a movie was I go, this song reminds me of the song from star is born shallow, which I love Fair. that song. Yes. I love that song. I love shallow <gasps> spoiler alert. Hey, if anyone <laughs> wants us to karaoke, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um, that, that, this, I, I just revealed this at some point I'm in and I will do a guilty pleasures, uh, uh, yeah. song lists for each other. But so <laughs> shallow, I love that. Song. So it's just reminded me, it doesn't sound anything like that mm -hmm. song, but it just reminded me of it. And then I was like, then I found out it was in a movie and I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I was like, well, this song sounds like it should be in a movie. And then lo and behold, it was. So there was another cool thing I loved listening to the song. And I loved the phrasing and the flow of like the chorus part because it reminds me of so many other songs I love. And I love that like, that like, I don't know if it's not syncopated, but it's just like, didn't, it's like, and I could have been another minute mm -hmm. late and you could have would have crossed my path. Like, I like mm -hmm. the way I can't I'm, believe me, Chris, don't quit your day job. I'm not going to sing it. But I'm telling you, if you listen to this song, there's that part of that chorus and it just it hits me. I love that, like, kind of flow on the beat type of thing. 
and I, it was like totally becomes like a big hook because um, you're like, okay, the song's cool, and then it hits that chorus. I'm like, that is cool. Um, this song 100% is making the Sunday playlist. It's already on the Sunday playlist. Oh. So this song to me, so when we were talking about Last Call, this song has got all the elements that like I wanted Last Call to have. It's not very produced. It's much more raw. It's gritty. It's it's a it's not that it's not recorded well. It is. It's just like yeah, you could tell like that Leanne Womack song to me sounds like it's so overproduced that I've lost the the raw factor of the story in the way she feels in that it's song. Like when a pitcher's on IG that gets so overfiltered, you're like, that's not even correct. what you look like anymore. <laughs> that is a thousand percent correct, <laughs> and that's and I felt like this Gary Headland was like the song timing is everything is was just. You know, it was just him singing and yeah. and making this song, and it was a great, just awesome song. So, I uh, I give this song. This is a four record song from a solid four records. Um, it, it, if I was to go if I was to go decimal points, I would probably put it at a four point seven, possibly yes. a four point eight. As it because wow. it it also had because we talked about Jim Croce Operator last week. It also I felt like there was. I listened to this song a lot. I felt like there had a, it was a Jim Croce like tinge in there. Like I wouldn't be surprised mm. if, if Garrett Headland like has a ton of Jim Croce records and like listens to Jim, Jim Croce because I felt like he had a, a this a, that Ameri- See, I know this is in the country, but I felt like this was a little bit even more that Americana type sound than, than even though it was country. I don't know. It just had that like undercurrent for me. So I I really like the song. It's on the Sunday playlist. That freaking chorus, man, it got me. Totally hooked me in. It's one Good timing. pick, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, one, timing is everything. hmm Right? And so, like, Agreed. I feel like when you're hearing those lyrics, you can relate to it. Like, if I could have been one minute late and you think about, like, how different your life yeah. could have been. So I feel right. like the lyrics are just so special. The, have you listened to any of his other music? Nope, but I oh but I, this this may be the gateway into Ooh, hearing yes. some of his other stuff. So, um, you know, once it. again, you are day in a uh, day in a week week in week out, like totally exposed me to like country, which not I haven't been a huge fan of, but I'm like I'm starting to find some tunes that like oh I I think I could like this. I think this is something I could listen to, and and I have I've been moving certain songs like this over to this like now Sunday playlist that I'm the curating based of the songs that you're giving me and other songs, but this made that the playlist. Like I like, I like this song. It's a feel good song. It's a country song that's not depressing. Like it, it makes you feel good, yes. but it also makes you reflect. Yes. I don't feel like, uh, you know, total garbage after right. listening to this. <laughs> Absolutely. My dog ran away. My truck broke down. Yeah. I've been drunk a- for days and I don't know where I am. Yeah. It has all of those emotions, but in a positive way. Yes, so, totally agreed. I'm so glad you enjoyed the song. I did really like the song. This was a good one. This was like, this was a good pick. This was solid. I love it. I love it. Well, it really breaks my heart to go to the your second choice. You guys. It shouldn't break your heart. This is, this is, and by the way, I'm going to preface this. That is a love song, by the way. The song, that it second song, it is 1,000% a love Skulls song. by the Misfits yes. is a love song. It is a love song. Clap your hands in the audience if you've heard this song before, because what? 
the the Misfits Skulls. It's as a classic. All right. New Jersey New Jersey is known for Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi, but the Misfits are right up there. Oh, the Misfits. He the said. Misfits are right up there. Okay. So I hate the name first of all, Skulls. <laughs> I just the Misfits. I think I'm a Misfit in life, so I don't hate the name of the band. I think there's beauty in the Misfits. I think the Misfits are what make this world go around. The foundation of this world was built off of Misfits. Correct. But, but, you know, honestly, I did not dislike the tune or the sound. I know, because it's catchy. It's super catchy. It's poppy. Glenn Danzig is known as the punk rock Elvis, by the way. What? (laughs) (laughs) He is. What? Oh, Um, yeah. He actually did a whole record of Elvis covers. Well? (laughs) 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 No, and I'm all about, like, different covers of the same song because I think it's, it's like art. It can be interpreted differently. I will give it a chance. What I could not get past, Chris, on this song was the lyrics. So... Thing about the misfits to know is, and, and I'm sure you, I don't even know if you looked them up. No, you know, and I also have I, the, yeah, I also have the book that sits behind me all the time. The misfits oh, scream with me; oh. it's always behind there. Uh, so the misfits were, and there's, I guess they're they play every now and then because we just we saw them about two years ago, right before lockdown happened, because they kind of went on a mm. reunion tour. They are 100% the first of the horror themed inspired punk band. So they took a lot of their lyrics and a lot of their inspiration was, was by watching old fifties and sixties horror films and like all the pulpy stuff, like the crazy sci-fi stuff and werewolf movies and vampires. And, okay. you know, even, even like vampire who like, used to host like the B movie stuff on TV. Totally forgot about it until you just said that. And That's their funny. whole, like their whole shtick was, is that they're like horror punk. So they're all their songs okay. relate to that and inspired by, those types of things, like all the old Hammer horror films and Universal monster movies and things like that, and Skulls is one of those songs. Is it's, it's he's like I'm so in love. I just want your skull. Why won't you just give me your skull? See, I'm that's a love sitting, song. I'm campaigning for this song a little bit. I'm hoping to change your mind. No, a little bit. The way for anyone who can't like see Chris because we see each other. He's like <laughs> handing you a skull. Like I just want your skull. I, I just want you your so skull. Much. I, I just, just want your skull. I just want to kiss your skull. Like, oh, that's not cryptic at all. <laughs> well, that's why I said it's a love song. It's it's a stalker song. <laughs> but still, it's love. <laughs> stalker love. Do you know, this is... <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're like Halloween rock. They're like the band you listen to. Like, Well, I listen to them all year round. But mostly, like, everybody I... listens to Misfits stuff during, a hol- during Halloween. <laughs> Okay, and if I'm being honest, I think I could have <laughs> and I could have liked this song better if the lyrics of a particular part of the song weren't this. So the the whole song for those who haven't heard it yet are skull, skull, skull. I want your skull, 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 skull. I want your skull. I love skulls. Yada 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 skulls. <laughs> and the only lyrics that aren't "I want your skull" are. Collect the heads of little girls and put them on my wall. <laughs> I go, I can't believe I didn't hear that, right? So I Googled the lyrics. You went and back go, and listened to it. <laughs> I did. And I'm like, why would those 
just be the lyrics because everything they got creative with that one sentence. Everything <laughs> else is skulls, except for let's collect the skulls of little girls. And I'm assuming they meant young women. Yes. Not little girls. But That's it correct. Just sounds so terrible. <laughs> like I'm surprised this song is acceptable. <laughs> the song's very acceptable. This is this song has been covered by so many. You're bands, and there are so many versions of this song, including some country, because the Misfits are a one of those bands that has inspired and influenced so many people. And you've seen, I'm sure you've seen the Misfits symbol everywhere because it's like every people I'm wear sure. it; they don't even know it's this, it's the Crimson Ghost. It's I it's probably even, it's, have something. It's that, it. it's that image back there. Okay, which, it's the it's the skull. You know, I, I even see it in some of my my it's photos that I did. Yeah, it's like he's the Crimson bit. Ghost. So it's like they are like one of the most iconic like punk bands that some people haven't even listened to. They just wear their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, so all of what you told me makes sense. And so with that being said, I feel like it it should belong in a horror movie. So, I mean, it is, yeah. there's riches in the niches and they, they nailed it. And um, But I have to say, I really wanted to give it a one record just because I hated oh. those lyrics so much. But I didn't want to waste a one record on that <laughs> <laughs> because I actually did like the tune of it. So yeah. I just, because it said those awful lyrics. Super catchy. You're going to be walking around going, I want your skull. <laughs> I need your skull. <laughs> and those, those, I could get behind that. You're going to be singing it. If those it's gonna lyrics happen. hadn't been in there, I think I could have easily did three records. But with that being said, because it's head, the heads of little girls, I had to give it a two. I just felt like I wasn't a good mom. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't be a good mom if I said anything more than a two. And there's that mom. There's that mom part kicking in. <laughs> Can't turn it off. Can't turn it off. <laughs> well, I will say I, I 1,000 on purpose picked this song for you because <laughs> I really wanted to go from bad luck to skulls. And I was like, I think there – I was like, I think I can get a three record out of her because – I, I think she's going to be she's going to say, I don't like that lyric, but I can't get the chorus out of my head because it's so catchy and so melodic. And then when I tell her that Glenn Danzig is known as the punk rock Elvis, I think that you would be like, oh, yeah, I get it now. I totally get well, it. Well, and maybe I'll, I, I could probably give their other songs a three more than likely. Oh, I'll send you more Misfit songs. <laughs> That'll happen. It's coming. It's coming. Amanda. It's, oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> One of New Jersey's you. best exports. <laughs> I don't mean to be offensive. I'm so sorry, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey never forgets. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So funny. Uh, oh. All right. So how's everyone doing out there? We're, uh, we're, we got one song left for each of us. Everybody doing okay out there? Anybody want to come up, debate, react? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you want to do, you're, you're more than welcome to, to do that at this point. Before we move on with this list, I just listening to you break down skulls was absolutely priceless. <laughs> and I barely had any notes, but you know, as I start talking, <laughs> things just come out of my mouth as they normally do. I mean, I, I say what I say. If you want to see a man and I do skulls as karaoke, that could always be arranged as well. So, <laughs> absolutely, we're very open minded to karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> All right, you, so your <laughs> your last song to me was Carly Pierce's version of Skulls. And, no, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> 
is that Carly Pierce, every little thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying over here. Uh, yeah, so Carly Pierce, every little thing. Um, so this this week you gave me pretty much straight up all country songs or at least songs in yeah. the country world. Um, which because usually you kind of mix it up. But, but I do like that you gave me some different types of country songs, which. I really appreciate it. So it probably won't surprise you that she plays on the Nora Jones station. That you can probably yeah. feel that a little bit. Oh, I definitely feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel that. She's John yeah. Nora Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say she's <laughs> in the Nora Jones genre. <laughs> so this song, never heard it. Doesn't know. Who, don't know who Carly Pierce is. Although I'm gonna assume. I, I don't know if she's Canadian because this song charted number one in Canadian country billboard so i wasn't sure but it also uh was number 50 on the u.s billboard hot 100 it was the number one country song on country airplay whatever that is and hot was number five on the u.s hot country songs hot country country songs (laughs) number five hot (laughs) well apparently that's there's there's a there's a chart called the hot country songs and it was number five i like it yeah so this song came out in 2017 so i felt like I heard this and I was like, this song definitely sounds more recent. Sure. And I was kind of correct. I mean, yeah. 2017, yeah, it was four years ago, right? Yeah. Um, and the last two years haven't counted at all. Right, so exactly. It's basically so it's, like it was. We, we've been on pause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, like this, this, you know, feels more modern to me. And, and when I found out, that she was on Taylor Swift's old label, Big Big Machine Records. It kind of clicked for me a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. So she was on Taylor Swift's old record label, and I know it just felt like, oh, and this is modern. And I could I could kind of feel that like that Can Taylor Swift esque. That was one of the notes I had before I found out. I was like, I feel like this to me sounds a little Taylor Swift esque. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I heard that, and I was like, oh, okay, like whatever. You know, I don't know if it means anything, but it just confirmed what i was thinking and uh what i thought was this is this song and the garrett headland song were what i wanted the leanne womack song to be like once again i felt like this was um took some more chances i loved like the drum opening they they do and it's kind of reminded me of the white stripes a little bit uh i I like the uh the effect that they put on it made it sound like it was like far away or coming through a radio like i thought that was really neat and it kind of kept that going so i love that percussion kind of feel and i thought overall like the instruments they used on this recording were like really cool and it just made it interesting to listen to and while it was like produced it wasn't didn't have that like glossy feel like the like the leanne womack song to me had like so polished that it was like Mm -hmm. there's no imperfections on this sure so i i just felt like that uh this song had a little bit more going on for me music wise it was a little more interesting to listen to and uh with that uh, I, I liked it. I liked the song. I thought the Garrett Headland out of these three was definitely my favorite song. But this is a number two right under that song. So I know we don't do percentages. So I wrote down initially, I'm going to give this a four records, but I do want to mm-hmm. note that it would be more of a 3.8 in my book. <clears throat> but I'm going to round okay. it up to the four. So okay. it's four records. But I'm gonna note here so everybody hears that it would it they would have scored it a 3.8 if we did percentages. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. Just to clarify, 
<laughs> not to tarnish mean, tarnish my credibility <laughs> I want to make sure it's recorded publicly that it would be a 3.8 right, that's right <laughs> but it's rounded up to a four and i said i wrote sunday playlist worthy so i think this song will be moved over to the play i think i gotta listen to it one more time but I, i'm feeling good about it like I, I enjoyed it so i feel like i could go on the sunday mix and just be like a cool like sunday tune so it's, i liked it it's a good good sunday tune i feel like this one is just a little bit maybe more gender swayed. I think mm. women would feel this a little bit more than maybe men. So I think that's right. impressive that you're giving it a four record. I mean, I was hoping, I always hope you're going to like my songs. Um, so the four record, even if it was a 3.8, <laughs> still landing at a four. Yeah. Because well, I'm trying to be extremely open-minded to these songs since I don't listen to a lot of it. So I'm trying to look at, I'm trying to listen to things with, with fresh ears in a sense of like, let me see like, if I've been missing something and like, yeah, let me look yeah. at exactly why I don't like, why I don't gravitate towards country, you know? And so, and I don't, and I still haven't really figured out what it is. <laughs> I just feel like it's a, because there's things I listen to and I'm like, Oh, that's very country influenced. And it has this like, like alt country sound, which I seem mm-hmm. to like a little bit more of the alt country kind mm-hmm. of stuff more than like full on country. Mm-hmm. But I like I enjoy the classic stuff, so I don't know. So I, I like I said, I'm being so much more open minded to these because I want to give them a chance to like let them hit me, let me listen to them a bunch of times, let me listen to it, let me come back to it. So I, but the song was like it, it held up for me. You know, I, I I thought it was decent. I like that. So let me ask you this: when you, because you're a busy man, you have to stay pumped up to keep up with your own life, right? So is that why you choose the music choice for you? Because that pumps you up. That gets you ready to like take on um, the task. I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I mean, I just, I like the energy, but I do listen to a lot of stuff that just is like, I do listen to a lot of mellow stuff. And, and I listen- like the work day too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I, there's like, I actually like, if you were to like, really like listen to like how I listen to music throughout the day, mm-hmm. it moves. Like sure. it kind of ebbs and flows with my day. And yeah, sometimes I'm listening to like a lot of like metal and punk stuff, but then other times I'm really like bringing it down and I'm just listening to like Steely Dan, you know, or like the Allman <laughs> Brothers or something like that, you know, or the Doors or like, and I'll, and, but then I'll, and, and then I start like Gorilla back. Biscuits. No. Yeah, then Gorilla Biscuits will come on <laughs> at some point. So it's like, it just kind of like, you know, the reggae's on or some ska's on or like I just kind of mix it up. And so, it kind of depends on like where I'm at and kind of what I'm trying to accomplish. Like certain sure. music puts me in like a really solid headspace, and I'm like, I need this to be playing for me to like get this done. That makes sense. Uh, Cause if music's too loud, I can't get work done. And, or if music's too likable, I can't get work done because then I'll sing it. <laughs> and then I'm so like just in a jam session. I can't get <laughs> anything done. So it's not uncommon. I work, to classical how lame is that that's not lame <laughs> i know a lot of people who work to classical it's so i'm like oh Amanda, you got to get focused turn on your classical study radio i should i should uh, send you this one playlist i listen to which is all kind of like uh, beats and it's just like really mellow beats and i put that on a lot to like it's really like mellow and low key i'm gonna send Be- it to you Beats sounds so much more cool than classical. <laughs> <laughs> it's classical beats. <laughs> classical beats. Send me some classical beats, Chris. <laughs> I'm gonna send you this. I'm gonna send you this. It's like called Mellow Beats or whatever on Spotify. So, so much gonna, cooler I'm than my. I love it. I love it. So your <laughs> third song and final song, "In My Dreams." 
by Rockin with Dockin by Dockin. I had by Dockin. I had to remember the phrase so I could yeah, say it correctly. Dream. So it's a love I song. can't help I can't help but fist pump right away when I, I'm like in my dreams. Well, <laughs> And I go to only in my dreams. <laughs> like, <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Yeah, I go straight to Debbie. You Gibson go right to I, Debbie. Right to Debbie. Right to Debbie. Shouldn't surprise anyone. Um, but it's a love song. It is. And so I dig that. And so the first song was a song about Marcus that I thought if he were to write a song, this would be his song. Bad luck. Bad luck. It's our. It's it's as if it was our wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> A bad luck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't help it. I can't help wow. it. Wow. We're just, we're just like that. You know what? You got to air it out. You know, he loves me and he hates that he loves me. It's just the way it works. <laughs> but so this is, which leads me into this song. If, if there was a divorce song, this would be our divorce love song. Ah! <laughs> and why so that is. Book ended. <laughs> so why? Because even if we divorce, I would still haunt him. Like, I would make sure. I'd be like, can we still hang out? You'd be in his dreams. In I'd be in his dreams. dream, but also, like, in his face in person. Like, he would have no reason to divorce me because he knows I would end up just being around him all the time anyway. <laughs> you would haunt him. You would haunt him. <laughs> I would haunt him. So when I... <laughs> 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 yeah. and, and he knows it. He knows it. So it made me go, oh, it's like a love song for us that I would be in his dreams haunting him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that only you, I love that only you, I love that that's what you took out of that song, which is fantastic. <laughs> like this became our, this is our divorce song. <laughs> Everyone can remember that though. Oh, in my dreams, that's Amanda's divorce song. That ha- that's not going to happen because I, I can't get, I would never leave him alone. <laughs> there would be no benefit know. to a I divorce. Don't I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to listen to this song again like this, like normal. <laughs> I'm just going to go, I'm just going to forever go, oh, this is my friend Amanda's divorce song. Like, not, not that she is divorced, but if she ever gets divorced, this is the song that would be the soundtrack to the divorce. <laughs> because she would never leave her ex-husband. Because she would never leave her ex-husband alone. alone. She would haunt him. <laughs> Which, so why would be the point of getting a divorce? <laughs> Poor Marcus. Oh, poor, poor, poor Marcus. Marcus is right. <laughs> so in my dreams, it's still the same. Your love is strong and still remains because that's yes. how I would feel. Be Your like, love is strong and still remains. I'll listen to you. <laughs> Nail it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, this is how my mind works. And so that's, I enjoyed the song. <laughs> it's a great I, song, man. That is one of Dawkins' <laughs> biggest hits. Um, <laughs> I love Dokken. Love them. Uh, they were always a band, though, that was always an opener band to all the bigger bands, as big as they were. So they're called Dokken, because I know that was going to be a question you're going to ask. Why is Dokken? Yes, yes. Why Dokken? Why so Dokken is the last name of the lead singer. His name is okay. Don Dokken. And, so it's uh, as simple as that. And that's as simple as that. And so that's that's it. That's why the band's called Dokken. And uh, some great players in that band. George Lynch, guitar is amazing. Jeff Pilson, who actually plays bass, has been playing with Foreigner for a lot of years now. As mm. Foreigner's been out on tour, so he's uh, he's a really big, um, you know, he's a huge musician. Plays on tons of stuff, and he's been in Foreigner's touring band for a while. And Mick Brown on drums has done like tons of stuff, and and 
You know, so all these guys are ridiculously talented players. Dawkins still tours, but not with all. It's just really Don. Dawkins, the only guy in the band anymore. But uh, I, I love me some Dawkins, man. Oh, God, I love this song so much. It sounds really cool. Dawkins. Rockin' with Dawkins. And it, it makes sense that it's his last name because I'm going, why? Like, why? What is Dawkins? What is Dawkins? What is Dawkins? Um, and it's just... It's just different. But, you know, I've come to realize a lot of the names of the bands that you enjoy are just different. <laughs> so yeah. I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, they're not normal names like Carly Pierce, uh, <laughs> Garrett Hedlund, uh, Leanne Womack. Like, I mean, those are names, not necessarily yeah. band names. Yeah. Social Distortion, The Misfits, Dockin. <laughs> this, that sounds like, this sounds like a good festival lineup, actually. Oh, it's like uh, on the main stage, Leanne Womack, <laughs> Gary Headland, the Misfits <laughs> opening for Leanne Womack, the Misfits. <laughs> yeah. Social Distortion and Dokken forever the opening band, no matter what. <laughs> oh, and Carly Pierce is and Carly, Carly Pierce and, Car- and Carly Pierce with special guest Carly Pierce. With special guest. Yeah. I mean, just normal names. Just right. names. So I dig <laughs> names. So because it would be a divorce song, because I would just love my husband still so much, I'm going to give it four records. Oh, yeah. See, I knew <laughs> – I actually, I knew you were going to give the song four records. I didn't know for what reason you would give it four <laughs> records. But I was banking on the fact that I'm like, I think Amanda's going to love, like, singing this song because it's got such a catchy chorus and it's so melodic and there's so much, like, singing in it, like – I can in my dreams, it's yeah. the same. Like I could see you doing the whole thing. Like absolutely. This, this... And I haven't listened to it long enough to like know the lyrics by heart. But the, mm. it'll come. It'll come. Yeah. And so I'm excited to have that on the playlist because it'll it'll right. play and I'll catch it even more and more. So I know this is one that I gave for for records because I I feel confident it's going to stay there even if I listen to it more. I don't know that it'll become a five record. Right. But I like it. It might, but we'll see. We'll maybe, see. We'll give, we'll give it maybe. some time. We'll give it some I, time. And you know, I had to say, like, I didn't give Skulls a whole lot of extra plays. Nope. But, hurt, you, but you it, might. It hurt to listen to it three times. You might, though. I'm telling you, you might be coming back to that one. <sighs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. By the end of this year, we'll see how Skulls is faring. Oh, I can't in, wait in the for system. our recap show. Zah, probably, because we'll have to do so <laughs> many of them. It may have to be an entire like month of recap in December. <gasps> It'll be like our Christmas presents to each other. Right. Our recap <laughs> shows of like re-listening to all the songs and Unwrapping seeing if the ratings the old... have changed. Yes. Oh, yes. that'll be fun. That'll be fun. How is it already almost an hour? Chris, we do this wow. without even trying. Unbelievable. I think originally we were like five songs. I'm so glad we landed at three because yeah. we'd be here for hours. <laughs> we would definitely be here for hours. This would be a two-hour show. <laughs> Which we would easily do, but out of respect for our listeners, that would be a little cruel. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But that's, you know, but we, we, we figured it out. So we're, we're like three songs each is a, is a good max capacity for, for talking max about. Capacity. For talking and rating these songs and sharing any kind of stories that we have. So I this love was good. it. I yeah. love it. It was it was good. And I thank you for the songs that I would have never heard otherwise. So thank you for another week of adding to my playlist. Well, likewise, because I never heard any of these songs. And uh, and there's at least two of them that are getting moved into the Sunday playlist. So I love that. I appreciate it. 
Chris, do you think anyone wants to come up and talk to us today? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you know, sometimes there's somebody that wants to come up and, and say what's up and uh, or debate or bring something up or whatever. So always happy to hear from anybody in the audience if they want to come on up and, uh, you know, let us know what they thought of our picks <laughs> or if you agree or disagree with what we said as far as ratings go or if you've got a story you'd like to share about anything that we discussed today. Mm-hmm. Happy to have you come on up. Just you know, let us know. Uh, in the meantime, while we're waiting for anybody to come up, if they don't want to, uh, we'll do some quick housekeeping. So as yes. you know, if you're never, if you is, is well, as you may or may not know, if you're joining us for the first time, we do this show every Monday at 12 PM Eastern standard time. And we do it for one hour from 12 to 1 PM. And as Amanda said, at the top of the show, we always pick three songs for each other in the hopes that it's nothing that we've ever heard before. And most of the times, I'd say 99% of the times, it's stuff that each of us haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I may know the artist that she's picking me, but I have not heard the song. Uh, so that's that happens on that side. And I think mostly everything I've sent you, you hadn't heard before. No. The 80s, the, well, the, our, our Memorial Day show was probably the closest where we actually had like cross Almost, picks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But besides special shows, nope. Nope. Nada. Yeah, so I think it's been it's been pretty across the board so far. So that that's really how the show works. Yeah. And and uh, and we are very, you know, happy to keep picking songs. We do have themes we're going to be doing throughout the course of the year as we did the Memorial Day was was songs that make us feel like summer. We're going to be working on some more themed episodes as they come up. But, you know, we're always open to any kind of feedback and suggestions as well from the audience because, you know, we do this for fun and we want to make sure you guys are all entertained as we do this as well. As Amanda did say before, we do have a Patreon account, which uh, starts at $2, and you literally get to see the video version of the show, and we also do some other fun like reaction videos where we'll watch some of the music videos to some of the songs that we talked about, and, and we'll react to those. Plus, uh, for other tiers, you can actually vote on the songs that we pick, so then that way you actually get to influence the show, and even at some of the other tiers, you can actually create the entire show. You can actually pick all the songs for me and Amanda to talk about. So those are some cool little options. And of course there's the karaoke option as well. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wants to see Amanda and I do a song, you have the ultimate authority to pick that song and we will sing it and publish it. <laughs> I'm still shocked. No one's taken advantage of that, but hey, we have a friend on oh. stage. Hey, it's Mark. <laughs> hey guys, I just wanted to say hello and I enjoyed your show today. I really enjoyed it. So thank you. Oh, awesome, Mark! Yeah, thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for letting us know, and we we enjoyed your show today too. I loved listening to uh, the 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 Good News the Network good news. show. Yeah, that was awesome. That's Very such a great fun. idea. Thank you, so Mark. That was kind of spontaneous Ooh, yeah. last night. I heard a bunch of bad news, and I was like, mm. ah, I need good news in my life. So <laughs> there you, you go. You know what, Mark? We idea. kind of do this show kind of from that same spirit. We do it to make ourselves laugh and hopefully make others laugh and just have a little bit of a good piece of you know news. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I had randomly scheduled the show for the morning, and so I was like, "Oh, good thing I didn't cross over with you guys." <laughs> <laughs> so so Mark, let me ask you: Where do you land in our song choices? Are you a little bit more of Chris's? Oh, I'm love? definitely in Chris's camp. <gasps> For oh my sure. Goodness. Look at that. Yes. I love it. No, I mean I grew up listening to like hardcore and punk music and that kind of thing. So I, I definitely am on the Chris side of things. 
So did you know awesome. all of the songs that he chose for me to review this week? Did you know mm, Bad Luck? Yes, I was familiar with all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Chris and I have like this. Have you, hey, Chris, on this show, have you played any Bad Brains yet? No, I haven't done any Bad Brains for her yet. I, I was holding bad off brains? on it. Yeah, I was, I've been kind of going through a uh, an evolution with her. Uh, so we, we actually, we did The Damned last week. I haven't even done any Ramones with her yet. So we're, we're getting okay. there. Okay. I mean, maybe you could play something like Sacred Love for her because that's a really confusing one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, anyway. She, anyway. Hey, right, thanks for having me one. on your stage. I appreciate the show. I'll be back next week. Mark, oh, thank great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> I, what? I guess so many people relate more with you, Chris. I mean, listen, you're cool. You're one cool man. Listen, but I'm sure there's plenty of country fans out there, though, that, um, I mean, country's a hugely listened to, like, that's, it's like the number one music in, in the United States as far as, you know, as far as most listens to and, and most, like, uh, records sold and downloads and all that stuff. So, I mean, there's plenty of country fans. So I'm sure there's enough people out there who are like, oh, I love that song, Amanda picked, and I love this song, and I love that song. And, they, you know, and the people are like, Misfit Skull, what the hell is that? haven't <laughs> found them yet, but we'll keep going. Maybe episode, episode nine will be the day. <laughs> hey, you never know. Some people, gonna... are, some people are listeners. You know, they don't, they don't need to participate, but they, they want to listen. That's so I'm true. sure there's plenty of people out there that like your picks. <laughs> oh, Lily, we're going to pretend that clap was because Lily likes my picks. Yes. Absolutely, that may not be true, but that's oh, oh we're going it with it. We're going with it. We're we're going with that. See, score one. Score. Oh my goodness! Well, another great the Chris and Amanda show episode eight. Hard to believe again that it was eight. That means that you've basically exposed me to twenty four songs that I wouldn't have otherwise heard. So Vice thank versa. you. And for those who are new to the show, we usually go and are going to go over to Instagram and do an after party live video. So if you want to join us over there, feel free. The more the merrier. It makes it fun when we're not just talking to a screen. Yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes <laughs> happens, but that's okay. Absolutely. At least we always have each other. <laughs> right, exactly. We always have each other to talk to, so <laughs> which we're very grateful for. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, we will see you next Monday for another The Chris and Amanda Show at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Follow us over on Instagram and Facebook or send us any kind of messages if you have any good ideas for us. We're always looking for ideas for song choices, but also for additional content. You dream it up and we'll make it happen, right? You got it. Absolutely. Every single time. So we're, we're <laughs> extremely excited. We love all the support and all the suggestions and really appreciate everybody. And and if you do like this show and uh, you want to expose other people to it, then we absolutely encourage you to share the replay link, yes. uh, which we always share out at the end. And it's always very accessible too through the Chris and Amanda show.com uh, where it links to my profile and you can just share those replay links out with anybody because hey, we're always looking to build a larger audience. So we want to make sure everybody has fun with us as well. So really appreciate all you guys. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well, we will see you all next week. Have a great day, everyone. Bye everyone. <laughs>